to be honest, right? Ja, whether people want to believe it or not, whether the listeners want to believe it or not, Ja is the face of the NBA. Ooh. Ooh. He, he he's he is this generation's Allen Iverson, and I'll say it from this standpoint. The kids look at him mm-hmm. and they see more him or them mm-hmm. than they do when they look at LeBron or when they mm-hmm. look at uh Jason Tatum. Like Jason Tatum yeah. and those guys. It's your boy Verse, and this is Open Mic with OTR Mike. Shit, yeah. Yo, 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 what up, good people? It's your boy, OTR Mike. Let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. That's right, people. This is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And I am going to put that to truth on this next episode. Look, man, I got a special guest, and he's probably the first one that we're going to try and live up to the format of my show. Right. Before I bring him on, as I start every show, let me thank you guys for tuning in. You know, continue to rock with me on this solo journey. Um, and just checking on your boy, man. I appreciate that. But like I said, <clears throat> I open every show by saying this is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. And to be honest with you, the idea behind that is as I move forward to start to have more guests, I want the show to be about what they want to talk about. That's why the mic is open. So this is probably my first guest. Where are we going to live up to that? So let me introduce my brother. Uh, he like my cousin, too. Um, but that's my man, Dawoo Wallace of the Wallace Way. We're going to talk about that, too, and getting that back on whatever's what's going on. What's up, Ooh? Peace, peace, my brother. How are you? I'm good, bro. I appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, man. Anytime. You know, I love you. been loving you since like 91, 92. Um, pause, few- pause. My pause, listeners pause. might take that the wrong way. <laughs> That's all right, though. No, it's um, it's like a beautiful um format structure. I'm ready to go. You know, I got a couple things I wanted to kind of go over with you and chat about. I really haven't seen you in a bit. Um, We only live like 45 minutes away, but... <laughs> We see each other like four like times just, a year. I felt I just saw you a couple weeks ago. I did come through. I did come through. Um, okay. Shout out to the um, the egg rolls too. That you know, boy, and I had to go make them. The vegan joints too. They good. What really you have in yours? Um, well, the, the wraps are vegan, right? But oh, okay, I had okay. shrimp and um, I did the chicken cheesesteak joint. Chopped it okay. all up, real okay. nice. Put yeah. the extra layer of cheese on it. Not gouda though. Not gouda. <laughs> Um, and it came out real good. Though. Shout, Shout out to the wife, man. Shout she out to the wife. Some, definitely, some, definitely. Some Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. <laughs> and, you know, ooh came over the perfect day for that. Yeah. And, uh, them joints were slamming. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Shout out to the wife for that. But, yeah, man, look, short notice, um, you know. You know how you know how I ain't gonna I almost said colored people, but you know how we do. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm free, yo. What you doing? I'm free too. <laughs> so let's get it. Let's wrap a taste for sure. But like I said, man, 
this is the show where the mic is open, yo. So what is it that you want to discuss? Okay. Two two things that was really kind of, uh, you know, circulating in my brain this week, my well, last two weeks. But number one, we got to talk about John Morant. Um, you know, he's shit right now. He's probably the most popular player in the world, right? Um, yeah. not, maybe not for the reason he wants, but whatever. And, and like you said, when we talk, when I talk of these type of things, I don't get into the right or wrong of it. Like that's so subjective, right? What's right to you may be wrong to me and vice versa. That's not the point. The point I'm making is this to me has come off Evan as another example of a digital lynching of a young <laughs> brother okay. that, 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 that has really irked me. And, you know, first it started with, I know this guy's bad or whatever but first it started with kanye kanye early last year yeah it was a digital lynching wasn't about right or wrong right because i don't think some of the stuff he says is crazy there's no doubt about it that doesn't give you the right though to cancel person's livelihood uh mess with their family uh do a whole lot of things if you don't like it you don't like it that's cool right Mm -hmm. Um, then we saw with Kyrie Irving, another NBA baller. Um, we mm. saw a, a straight, as I call it, a digital lynching. And I guess you can quote me on that, and I'll trademark this. I want my money to anyone who <laughs> uses it. This is a digital lynching what happened to Kyrie Irving. It yeah. was, uh, and it, you don't have to agree with what he said, whatever. That's that's not the point we're talking about. Those are subjective things. We're talking about taking a man's livelihood, suspending him. How many games did he miss at some point? It was a good bump. It was a substantial amount. And yeah. who, who decided that that was the number? See, that's that's what I'm getting at, Mr. Parker. I'm getting at the – and now let's move to the John Moran thing, right? This guy goes on Instagram Live, shows a pistol at a little 22 – for four seconds, right? Like, and he's literally been suspended somewhat for like a month now, right? Yeah, that, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, go for it, brother. Did he name it Peggy Sue? He named it Peggy Sue, a little 22 in his shoe. <laughs> and and it, is it wrong for him to post a gun? Yeah, sure, it's wrong, right? I mean, God forbid that's how this country was not per se discovered, but maintained its strong force is through the, the the threat of violence with guns. Guns change the, the fabric of America and they're legal and all that other stuff. That Once again, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know, but I do watch a lot of Matlock. Um, <laughs> so, so John Morant, who decided that he's supposed to get 10 games for his transgression? Where is that in the bylaw of the NBA that says if you go on uh, social media and do something, you get 10 games? Listen, so all right, so I, I hear everything you're saying. Yeah, and, no doubt. And you, have, and you have some very, very valid points. I do think to use your word <clears throat> or what you're gonna trans what you're gonna uh uh patent and you know do all of that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh there there are some some lynchings that as you say that go on on social media and internet and all of the above, <clears throat> but to play a little bit of devil's advocate, yeah, no doubt. Do you think these brothers, the ones that you named in particular, bring mm-hmm. these situations on themselves? Sure, 
It's not about a right or wrong thing if my son or if my buddy did that. I mean, he's got to suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. Who decides those consequences, though, right? We have the, the National Basketball Association. We have a weak, non-wartime consigliere in Adam Silver, a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. And he was really good for the post-David Stern era, right? The player mm-hmm. empowerment era. That's what you people call it, right? right. He's really good at that. This is this is a new NBA that's forming. It's coming. Like the storms are coming. You see it coming, right? We have the John Morant thing, right? Right. We have the number two player at University of Alabama's an accessory to murder. He ain't miss a game. He ain't miss a practice. John Morant went on Instagram live with the starter pistol for four <laughs> seconds and has missed eight. Out 10 games when this is all over and potentially will be missing out of $40 million if he doesn't make all NBA, which yeah. we assume that he probably won't $40 million. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's to me, it's not about the right or wrong of his transgression. It was dumb. It was stupid. I guess coming from a 41 year old perspective at 22, 23, who am I to judge? Right point i'm making is who's deciding where's his due process where's where's a a certain standard here you can't just suspend someone so the next guy that shows a gun what does he get 15 games what about the next guy who gets a dui does he get 45 games oh you know i'm sorry to interrupt as you see i'm really passionate about this i see yeah i see you know, and God forbid it's another player gets a DUI or something because, you know, Hennessy is the lead sponsor of the NBA. <laughs> it's Listen, guys, listen. It's Once we get the emotional side of it and forget the right or wrong thing or the dumb or, 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 or smart thing to do, this brother has lost $40 million. Yeah. His, 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 his uh, reputation is spoiled. It's gone now. Did you see that interview slash hostage interview he had with Jalen Rose the other week? I saw bits and pieces of it. I didn't. I didn't watch it. It. I, I watched the the clips that I saw. It just seemed too staged for me. So I, I, I didn't feel like it was a, you know, a, a real genuine conversation. Uh, obviously, the, it just felt like the questions have been gone over, which I'm sure that's probably the case. Um, and John didn't do a good job of, of hiding the fact that he had already Scripted. answered those questions already. Yeah. But um, and, go ahead, go ahead. No, and, and and that's the point, though. It's like the great Marty Mar said, "Image, right?" <laughs> and that's what we're seeing now. So, what do we have here? We have a new NBA that's forming, and for us old timers who you know grew up in the '90s and then the 2000s, so we saw the Mike era. Then we saw the Kobe Shaq era. And then we went to the LeBron era. So now we're at a whole new era, Parker. And I'm telling you, I don't think people are ready for this. That's coming. Because it's a storm coming. These youngins now, they out of control. They got, remember, now you can, after your fifth year, if you're all NBA or, or that specific type of play, you're getting $150, $200 million. Now, what is LaMelo Ball? Who, who you know, we love LaMelo Ball. I got all his sneakers, all the jerseys, all that. What is he going to do with $200 million at 22, 23? Like, what, what do you think he's going to do? What are you already doing? 
bingo. But now I got 200 mil. So now I, I only got 25 now. So I can go crazy, but I can't go super crazy. <laughs> 200, I'm going to do it. Man, boy, they're not ready for this new NBA that, that, that is really controlled by social media. Yeah. That is controlled by, and yeah, the music does play a role in it. So let's just, I mean, let's just stop. It always has, right? Like our parents listen to, you know, Parliament Funkadelic. You want me to tell you about some of those wild parties? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's not be so, oh yeah, you know, back in my, no, back in our day, we did crazy stuff too. I mean, let's just stop that, right? So I don't know where this is going. I kind of see where this is going. What do you think the new NBA as I as I coined it? So let, let me let me pick your brain a little bit on all of this. So yes, sir. Uh, one, the musical influence, right? Like you mm-hmm. said, there is a music influence, but all the time, especially in our era, right? Mm-hmm. Rappers want to be ball players. Ball players want to be rappers, mm-hmm. right? And that has not changed. Uh, they try to be now. It's just more than being best buds now. And they, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the lifestyles are integrated. They, right? they have totally intertwined. Yep, yep, yep. Totally. So, um, so yeah, that's that's that, right? Uh, but let's, you know, as we speak on John Morant, let's not leave out though. Mm-hmm. Right? He had a good two, three weeks uh, uh, period mm-hmm. where <laughs> it didn't look good, right? And he ended it. With toting his 22, who he's saying it wasn't his or whatever now, but right, allegedly right. not his. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think those things led up to all of this. I mean, it was a lot of talk of him uh, beating up a kid, 17-year-old kid, pointing, you know, uh, pulling the gun on him. Then the, the whole thing with the Pacers or where he was in Indiana and, you know, guns with the, the infrared lights on him, all of that, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Then of course, it, the snowball of all the other videos come out of him drinking alcohol on the plane and things like that. So Adam Silver in the NBA, mm-hmm. right, had to had to jump in in one way or another. Now there are conduct uh, clauses and, and sure. rules within their mm-hmm. contracts in the NBA. So I guess they tried to fit this situation under that. Um, and. To be honest, right, Ja, whether people want to believe it or not, whether the listeners want to believe it or not, Ja is the face of the NBA. Ooh. Ooh. He's, he is, this generation's Allen Iverson, and I'll say it from this standpoint. The kids look at him, Mm -hmm. and they see more him or them. Than they do when they look at LeBron or when they mm-hmm. look at uh, Jason like Tatum, Jason Tatum, yeah. and those guys, mm-hmm. right? They see more him. He 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 looks like what they want to look like. The dreads, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the flashy chains, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. The grills, you know, mm-hmm. he got he got all of that. So that's where it's scary or tricky, right? For okay. the situation. Um, now, Ja does have a job of recognizing that he is the face of this league, right? And maybe he didn't know that, but I'm sure he knew how popular he was and how much the kids are starting to look up to him. Imagine Ja was in New York or somewhere like that. Like, he would be mm-hmm. super big. Oh, so he, just yeah. him being in Memphis and pushing himself to the forefront of being the next face of this league, um, like, that's huge. So 
Well, you got kids mm-hmm. who look up to him. And you on your IG live and you toting the gun and yeah, you you drink, you take you facing bottles to the head. It's just not a good look. Now, Charles Barkley went over this mm-hmm. before. I'm not sure, I'm not your kid's role model, right? Like mm, yes, he did. You know, yes, he did. This is I'm sorry, is this before or after he threw a guy out the window? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Go on, Sir Charles. I love you. One of my top five players, but you got to chill with the whole back in my day stuff because you were a terror. Go on. Right, right. So they do, whether they want to accept it or not, man, they do have a certain image, a certain way they had to carry themselves for their younger fans. So that's just me playing a little devil's advocate on that situation. So he, he, he Ja. The stories that were coming out out mm-hmm. slowly but surely. And then him putting the cherry on the top with that video. The NBA had to get a hold of this in one way or another. His PR team, he had to be a nightmare to his PR team. What was going 100%. On. And Lord knows if they wouldn't have got a hold of this, what else would have came What's next? Yeah. And yeah. the NBA, they're not stupid. Adam Silver and the dudes, they know we need this guy. We got to sell tickets. We need uh they know what they got in this kid so mm-hmm. they gotta they had to get a hold of it so that's my spiel on John Morant and him you know honestly bringing some of this heat on himself now the new NBA I am with you on this I am with mm-hmm. you on this <laughs> I do think <laughs> you I mean look at Ja right look at uh-huh. uh like you said LaMelo and then look at like Fifth, six stringers like Dylan Brooks, <laughs> like people <laughs> like that. <laughs> like it's a new attitude, yes, coming yeah. over the horizon. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know if the league is ready from it for it from a from a PR standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And typically they're good at capitalizing off of stuff like this, but I don't know if they can. I mean, they try to. When it got a little out of out of out of their reach or out of hand for them with Allen Iverson, remember they tried to bring the dress code, the dress code, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I do, I do agree. There is a new NBA coming. Uh, these dudes are younger and younger, and the paper is still coming, and it's going to be mm-hmm. more and more paper and more and more money mm-hmm. that comes through, and that's funneled through their pockets. So I don't know. <clears throat> What so let me ask you, so let me spin it to you in, in this regard. Yes, sir. How does the NBA get a hold of this new thing coming in, or do they embrace it and try to spin it another way to uh to their benefit? Yeah, that, that's a tough question. Um, it's a couple layers to this whole NBA new thing, right? Like, you know, like I said, when we was in you know sixth, seventh grade, we would watch a full game. You know, we go over to the Max house, watch it on the big screen, right? We're watching Bulls versus Knicks. The games were compelling. We watch a full game. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I watch House of Highlights. I watch 30-second clips on Twitter. Then I act like I know what I'm talking about. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't watch a full game. The full game is very tough to watch. How does the NBA quantify that now with their new media deal? I mean, you spending $2 billion for something that, what did, the, what did the NFL have? 82 of the top rated games just of last year. Yeah. The NBA had none. You know, so we're talking a whole generation that's not even watching full games. 
add that to the fact that now we're getting a whole new type of NBA player mm-hmm. who's going to be up to making 150 with the, with the salary skyrocketing, you know, 22, 23. Now I got $200 million. I got $150 million. The NBA, how do they get their arms around this? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. If, well, definitely Adam Silver is not the David Stern type to, you know, he's squashing shit. You know, David Stern is before it even gets out of control. I'm just going to, you, you're coming into the league office and we're going to have a chat. Right. Adam's not that guy. Um, I'm not sure Adam's even long to be an NBA commissioner. I, I heard rumors, remember, I've heard the rumors that he's going to head him to Disney um, because you know, they need a new president, Bob Iger retired. So that could be a good move for him. And he could pivot and be like, I'm not even dealing with this. Y'all can <laughs> have that. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know, bro. I, I really don't know how they get their arms around it. Like you said, they could even embrace it. Sometimes that's the best way, right? Like just, you know, it is what it is. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, double down on our social media. We're gonna double down on getting Hennessy, and maybe we can get um, Black and Mild as another sponsor. Um, Dutch Masters. I don't know who, you know. Um, but how about this? You don't think soon it's going to be a a, a marijuana sponsor? Possibly. I mean, right? Like, dude, Hennessy is the sponsor. So, like, when they say don't drink and Jaws being lambasted for, you know, drinking, I'm like, but your sponsor, like, that's who's pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into this organization. It's just an interesting world. Um, you know, we're going to always watch the NBA. I don't know if I care about it as much as we did when we were younger, but naturally, right. most things we don't care about the same way, right? So, we'll see. Um, you know, I'm just... I just, I hope Ja. Um, I hope he just goes brazy though when he comes back though. I'm talking about like dropping forty and and and, and just like understanding that you know what he did. I'm not, I don't I hate to use the word right or wrong. That's so corny. Um, but that wasn't the right format or the right platform to be acting like that. So right now we'll see. So now the NBA has their own problems. That mm-hmm. you you kind of touched on already outside mm-hmm. of this situation with mm-hmm. viewership being down, um, like you said, man, nobody's watching a full game anymore. Um, no. And with the social media era, you don't have to, right? You said there's a there's a clip, a thirty second clip that it, that goes over all the highlights of the game, and you you've seen everything that you want to see anyway. Mm-hmm. Now I see Adam Silver, they're trying the NBA is trying different things. Uh, like you, I don't know if you saw with like the NBA app or whatever it is, you can like put yourself into the game. Did you see okay. that? I didn't see that, but almost like a virtual reality yeah. type thing. Okay. So, okay. so they're trying different things like that to try to draw, especially this younger crowd and keep them engaged. Um, I guess, you know, they feel like you'd watch the whole game if, if you're watching yourself in the game. Cool idea, right? Sure, sure. Um, but I don't know if it's enough, but you add on top of that, this image situation Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it is a tough task. Right. Um, And I think the NBA feels like for the most part up until this point, they, they had a solid side. They, they corrected that what they thought was an issue with image in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. These guys wearing whatever they was wearing. (laughs) And, you know, you had LeBron and those guys at the forefront, you know, and they, they holding it down. So that was the point person. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it is. It is. It's a tall task, and and Adam Silver might be on his way out. He that might be his way away from this. Like, hey, yeah, like I've had enough. I've done it. You know, yeah. y'all got to figure this out because I'm going to. I don't know if I want to deal with this. Yeah. Right? Um, but back to John, man. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this: yeah. We know he got forty million on the line. You think he did enough to make all NBA? I mean, I feel like he. No, no, you know, but, but I mean, yeah, I mean, eighty-two games. He's missed roughly, let's say twenty. He ain't gonna get it. They're not gonna vote for the him. Voters won't vote. Yeah, yeah. You know, see, this is and this is the thing. Can you imagine forty million dollars be tied if someone actually likes you? Like, not what I did on the court, not my merit, but if someone actually liked me. It's all these narratives and the narrative going around now that Ja is the bad guy, right? Like that's the narrative going around, yeah. uh, almost like the MVP, right? The MVP is the narrative that like it's, and I, I know my Philly fans are going to be upset at me, but it's like <laughs> the sympathy Embiid vote, you know? Is it like, really sympathy? I mean, balling. He, but he's been balling the last four years, right? He's a great player. Um, it, it, it's now it's, it's the narrative of it's his time. Because if we want to dump in just stats into a computer, I actually guarantee that Joke would be number one, and then Greek would be number two, and then um, and B would be number three. Now, my NBA stat geeks can go do that, but it's all narrative based, and that's what this whole this whole all NBA thing is narrative based, and it's going to cost Ja forty million dollars. So that's a lot of bread. It's a lot of bread, definitely, definitely. So, all right, answer this. Mm-hmm. What's next for Ja? What does he have to do? Does he does he come in? <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I I laugh, right? But it's uh-huh. it's not really funny. But what I was expecting, okay. what I, I before they even talked about the the Jalen Rose interview, mm-hmm. like I expected like him to show up with his hair cut, you know, clean cut, <laughs> cut off his dreads, like you know, <laughs> just have image, a whole right? Image, right? <laughs> what what's What's next for him, man? And how does he continue to move forward as the player he is and not lose himself? Like, yo, part of how he plays is who he is. Right? Bingo. Bingo. It's it's tough to t- it's tough to take away those two because he is only but six feet, 170 pounds. Right. You know, he's playing with giants. Um, what's next for Ja? I actually think Memphis is gonna make a really deep run. Um, I would love to see them versus Golden State, of course. We love Dylan Brooks. He's like our new villain. Um, if they get to the finals, let's just say there is let's just say there's a path that Memphis gets to the finals. Mm-hmm. Do we forget all this? Not forget, but does it kind of become just like blah? Like when I'm thinking about the Brandon Miller story in Alabama, right? It's still a story, but is it? It's not like it's just it's almost like okay yeah I'm an accessory for murder legally I guess I didn't do anything um but I'm still gonna play and shit they might win the championship they're that yeah. good he's that good yeah um so I, I don't know what's next for a job but hopefully he gets all his breads back and um you know I mean he's 22 what, what I, I can't judge someone for their lifetime transgressions at 22 right so we'll see 
He's a PR but it is a new NBA, so he could have a new mixtape coming out by Friday. <laughs> and this, you know what I'm saying? He just, you know, he with the ops, boy. He got them ops. So we'll so, see. We'll see. Well, all right. So how do you feel about Memphis now leaving cities like Miami and Los Angeles and Chicago and places like that <laughs> right, I mean, after, right after the game? That's so that's it. Well, we got a two-week stay in Salt Lake City, Portland. <laughs> I mean, yo, like this is this is this is what it is. Um, that could be a, a new wrinkle of how to stop the new NBA, but yeah. it's not gonna matter, right? These guys can get it popping anywhere. Any it's not gonna matter. Portland, Sacramento. I mean, he was in Denver, right? He was in Denver, right? Like, come on, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. Listen, I got two hundred million. This is nothing to me. I'll fly you in wherever you want to go. All my crew coming with me, right? And so, it's just the NBA is really knee jerkish, um, because they have no plan. They have no big time wartime consigliere leadership. Um, so they're knee jerkish to everything, like every new rule. Oh, we're gonna have a playing tournament next year. Nobody cares, right? I know one. It's just they they need to get their arms around this, and it might be a new commissioner that needs to see a different vision. So, we'll so that see. was my question, man. Who, yeah. who, what, what type of commissioner do we need this, over top yeah, of this, this new NBA? Any, and do you have a name or a person in mind? I don't have a name. I know Mark Tatum um, is uh, he's next in line. He's great, yeah. really good guy. Um, so I. They, it's 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 kind of what everything is going to have to. There's going to be new wrinkles to all of this. It's just mm-hmm. new wrinkles that they're going to have to figure out. And you know, the player empowerment era that LeBron has started. This is kind of the next phase. The first phase was players can go to any team they want to, right? When we was growing up, Charles Barkley couldn't join the Bulls if he wanted to, right? But now we grew up in an era where, like, yeah, I want to go play with my buddy. We want to go to Brooklyn together, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the next step in player empowerment era. It's literally doing what the F I want. I'm 23 with 200 mil in the bank. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to say no? How are you going to stop me? How are you going to stop it, right? But we'll see. Interesting I'm, I'm... times, man. The NBA, they got, they got some tall tasks ahead of them, man. And we'll see how they handle this. I, I think Ja will come back, and I think he'll be on his perfect behavior at least to finish the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, he might need to, you know, take his crew down from 20 to about three for a little bit. I, uh, well, I look, I holler at you when I when I come back. But, yeah, just stay in the crib. I've been just stay in the crib. Yeah, like we, he might have to to do that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, <laughs> his PR team has their work cut out ahead of him, but yo, winning cares everything, man. It definitely is the what is it, uh Bill Parcells says the best deodorant. Yeah. And, I mean, and if he can, if he comes back, like you said, and they and they go on a deep run, um, and he becomes the darling of the playoffs like he did a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all may be forgotten. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and they and they move on. So <sighs> we'll see, bro. I yeah. I, it's 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 interesting, and it'll be interesting to watch it all unfold. I think ultimately that's what Adam Silver wants. Is this yeah, just to definitely. disappear? <laughs> he wants you know, this to go far away. 
And I'm sure that was a part of the meeting when they met. Like, listen, bro, relax. All right, relax. You know what I'm saying? You beating up 17-year-olds, you know, you play at pickup games. Of course you're better than him, bro. Just chill. Like, why are you even there? Why are you there? You know what I mean? Like, but all right, well, one, last, one last question about Jai, then we'll move on to your next. Okay, okay. Next topic. What do you think about this narrative or or the pictures or you know because you know Twitter 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 FBI agents are they on point deep cover <laughs> so they pulling up all of this stuff how job played at private schools and all of this and and <laughs> he being fake tough guy right what do you think about all of that man and um is it is it a, is it a fake tough guy thing for you? Is it just him? Because I, I mean, you hear a lot of NBA guys coming out and saying, "Look, what job was what job doing? Like we was doing ten times worse." Uh, listen, <laughs> listen. The whole narrative it's and I hate it because it has racial undertones, right? Like, oh, he's he he's a fake tough guy and he's this and that. I, honestly, I see very jobs very genuine. Mm-hmm. I don't take this as no act or nothing. He is very genuine. And if this is what he's into, this is what he's into. And and then, you know, the whole narrative of he came from a two-parent household. He can't be bad. She, right. are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> are you kidding? Like, that's the, na- like, are we that dumbed down that we have to think that someone has both parents, whatever that even means, right? That they right. can't be a certain way or a certain that's just crazy talk, but it's so 2023, 20, you know, it's just, it's this whole era, this time that it's so corny and, you know, you kind of, kind of just distance yourself from it, but you can't cause we're living in the world, right? We don't live in a bubble. So I find Ja to be quite genuine. I really do. I, I don't think this is an act. I think this is what he's into. This is what he is. Um, you know, as he gets older, he might transition to something else or he just might be what it is. And he's what? 22? 22, 23. Like he's a kid, kid. So he's right? a kid. What? And he's rich. Extremely. And more importantly, you know, the money's one thing, but he has a lot of, what's I'm looking for? It's like the fame is worth more than the money. The, yeah. the attention, uh, yeah. the the need to keep up, the need to have your crew with you the whole time and not putting people in different positions and spots. The money's one thing, no doubt about it. It makes you do crazy things, but he might have been acting like this with $17 in his pocket. <laughs> you right. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you kind of hope, what a hope say, you are who you are before you got here, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, the money's one thing, but. He, I, I just always take Jaws pretty genuine. He's never came across phony to me. What about you? Nah, I mean, I don't buy into all of that, right? I, I do think, you know, I do think you have to act accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. And I do think, I do understand why that follows you, like, you know, where we grew up at, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, we had cats that act like fools, and we like, bro. Yeah, we know where you live, right? We know <laughs> we know you live in a five hundred thousand dollar house, right? Right, right, you, right. But you walk in the streets and acting like you, you know, you from the slums. That's one thing. Um, but I, I personally like the kid. I think, but the word that I just use is kid. Like he's a kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and with a lot of money in his pocket, and uh, sometimes, man, like 
and you made an excellent point about being more enamored with the fame, yeah, yeah, not so yeah. much of the money. Mm-hmm. And you have to go back to his backstory where he wasn't highly recruited. Nope, right? nope. Small he, school went to small school, right? Had to grind out for three. What he he went three four years in college, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know, feeling like you were looked over the whole time, mm-hmm. you know, and now you're here and you're on this stage. You know, you get on that stage and you you put your arms up like I'm here. This is me. And now it's, I can really it's my turn. Cool. Right. <laughs> now I can do what I want to do because y'all know y'all know who I am and what it is. So good points, man. I'm I'm glad that you know that was one of the things that you wanted to discuss while the mic was open to you. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's something else. Yeah, it's one one quick thing. I know we're short on time, so I just want to run through it real quick. Um me being a, a a big media guy, I love the media. Um, I think we're in the, the golden era of predominantly African-American TV shows. Okay? okay? Hear me out. Number one, we have BMF, which is quite possibly the best show on TV, <laughs> period, genre. Okay. Okay? Shout out to Lou and his clips, too. Yeah, I got to <laughs> go follow Lou Young. Young. His <laughs> clips are the best. The, the recaps. <laughs> Shout out, shout, quick, out shout, shout out to Lou, real quick. Shout out to Lou, man. Lou, Lou be doing big things. I be seeing him everywhere. He be with Coach Prime. He be yeah. here, be everywhere. Yo, that's my dude from around the yeah. way. I love that guy. Lou, Lou, Lou is. Uh, you talking about a person that that's re celebrity status and hasn't changed or just mm-hmm. is genuine? Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it already, man, go over the Off the Record podcast. We interviewed Lou Young. And man, literally like, just like four or five. It felt like four or five years ago, bro. It felt it like a pandemic, right? Uh, no, I don't know. That's a good question. I gotta go check. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just as simple as you know me reaching out to him on Twitter, man. And he was like, "Let's do it." He shot me his number. I mean, he might have changed his number by now. I should call him while we live right now, but I ain't, call, call I ain't gonna do that. Tell him, tell him I want the new clip out from the new BMF. Right. But like just a genuine dude, man, and down to earth, you know. So mm-hmm. shout out to Lou. But go ahead. Shout out to Lou. So okay, we got like I said, BMF, which might be the number one show on TV. Period. Any genre. We have the Wu Tang Show, which is incredible, Emmy nominated from one of the biggest rap groups in the world. But you know, forget rap groups. One of the biggest groups, labels, names, and logos in the world. We have Bel Air, an incredible remake of The Fresh Prince. Even though we don't like Will Smith so much, it's still a great show. No, shout out to Will and Chris Rock. We like them right. somewhat. That's, I guess, whatever. Um, then we have The Godfather of Harlem, um, another great show by the le- for the legendary Bumpy Johnson, starring um, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. And just incredible actors. Like I hit my actors. gums because they black. <laughs> Um, and we, you know, like right now, TV is at its peak um, with African American shows. Um, which, and I know you don't. I know you're not a big TV guy. All right, you've never TV, been. Yeah. I know you forever. He's never really, really. Well, really I watched big The Wire. You know, we used to get up. And- okay, we watch. Okay, that's one show in thirty years, bro. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I watched The Wire, and then the next show that I could think of being into, I watched the, I watched the Power. The original side of power. All these power books, I didn't, I couldn't. Okay. To that. Okay. Um, but then, you know, I get teased. But the only other show I followed faithfully is This Is Us. Okay, moving on. So, yeah, BMF <laughs> is just an incredible show. Um, you know what show I do think you would really like is Bel Air. It's on the Peacock Bel- Network, and not many people have the Peacock uh, app. Yeah. I have it because of soccer, but it's Bel Air is a really good show. I saw I heard it was good. And, and I, 
the early reviews, I saw a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people were saying, it's fake, it's phony, it's not real. African-Americans don't live like that. And that, I just get so, that shit's so corny to me. Like, we all don't have to be James Evans. We all don't have, like, sure. it's okay. Like, this is 2023, you know, like, it's okay. Some people are doing, you know, they, they put a lot of, um, you know, influence and importance on a lot of things and they're successful. Why can't we be seen in that light? You know, we have succession, you know, other groups are allowed to be shown like that. But once we do it, it's like, oh, it's not real. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh, I, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the name, but that's how long ago I watched it. But like the first season of um, All-American, I did watch that. You watch All-American? No, what is that? So All-American is, it's supposedly like a true, well, it's a it's based on true events mm-hmm. of, uh, dang, what's the football player? Um. Spencer Paysinger. Remember Spencer Paysinger? He went to Oregon? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for Well, uh, what network was it on? I'll tell you if I it, it was on the CW. Uh, see, no. See that. But, that, no. but no, I think it's <laughs> I think it's on one of the other networks now because as it blew up. But it started on the CW. It premiered in uh October 10th of 2018. Okay. Um, it's inspired uh by the life of professional football player Spencer Paysinger, right? Um, it's on its fifth, sixth season right now. So I dropped off because it like, you know me, I am in the documentaries or stories that's based on somebody's a real, a real event. So the first season I'm like, all right, yo, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, this is how uh-huh. he, he came up and I'm uh-huh. familiar with Spencer, C- Spencer pacing as a player. But then of course, as the popularity got more, they had to add more spin to it. So then it just became yeah. like, corny you know i ain't gonna say corny. a lot of people watch it but i i just i uh not me but that, that yeah. those are the last couple of shows that i've been into uh yeah but next time keep those to yourself because we don't know any of those but i'm um, being you watch all of you should try all american you probably will like it I'm, I'm i'll peep it i'll peep it but no but i'm i'm saying parker though right now African-American TV is at its peak. Yes, it's better than when the Cosby show a different world. I'm not saying it's those are, it's as good as those shows, it's but the cool. core of it right now, some of these shows are some of the best TV. So I want people to go understand and go watch that. Go watch Bel Air. Go watch the Wu-Tang show. Go watch uh, uh, BMF. Go watch Godfather of Harlem. These are really good shows. So we're at a golden era right now. So, so, so give people me, enjoy. Explain, explain the Wu-Tang uh, show to me, right? It, it's a, it's an actual show based off of events, or they yeah. are okay. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's its third and final season, and it basically you know season one started from when before, before the clan was even really um you know before they was formed. Okay, and you know every episode, boom, boom, you would learn more. Then the last season, of course, they were doing the album, the first thirty six chambers album. Mm-hmm blew up this year you, you see all the solo albums like old dirty had a special allegory um type of episode where it was like he was like in a 1970s soul comedian type thing and uh chef and ghost had an episode or cuban links like it's really dope and it, you know from our era we get it because we was there right but it's a whole new era people like you like i always tell people you go down to anywhere dc this one that 
you're going to see a kid 12, 13 with the Wu-Tang shirt on. Yeah, now, he clearly wasn't even born at their peak peak and you know what i'm saying yeah but it's it's something about that logo that is is very still endearing and cool to a certain uh degree so it's a great show man godfather harlem bmf bel-air just, just great tv we're at the the uh the golden era of african-american shows so two things one with yeah. the woo mm-hmm. i mean speaking of them <clears throat> we went to what that was their 50th what was that? What was that anniversary? No, that was uh, what was it? Was that not fifty? That sounds so old. It might have been twentieth. That was about four or five years ago. The twentieth anniversary of Genesis yeah. Chambers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I said fiftieth, but uh, anyway, no, it's fiftieth year of hip hop. That's what you're thinking, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, I mean, and the dude still killed it. Oh, incredible! Right. I saw him last summer. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, they still kill it now. Two, mm-hmm. I have to ask this question. Mm-hmm. You know where we come from. You know what we say is the best TV show of all times. I think you still believe that. 100%. 100%. Where do these shows compare to the latter? <laughs> um, I mean, that's so unfair, though. <laughs> I mean, The Wire, The Sopranos, um, they're just in a different class of it's not television at that point. It, it's something more than that. It, that's, it's called that's, that's real, that's real cinema, right? It's real cinema. It's just I, I mean, yeah, it, it's these shows don't compare to that. Godfather of Harlem has the the depth of acting and writing that can mess with a show like those the wire okay. and those type shows. It has that type of depth. Um, Forrest Whitaker is, I mean, that's an Oscar-nominated, Emmy-nominated actor, right? Like, he's not right. just like, you know, BMF is a great show, but, you know, Little Meech, I'm not, I don't think he's going, you know, <laughs> right? He, he ain't going to the Emmys next year. But right. he does have the it factor, though. That's, maybe, he has an it factor. He's a huge star. Um, yeah, but none of them compare to those type shows. None of okay. them. There's not okay. going to be a, a college class on Bel Air. In 20 okay. years. So, um, so BMF is at the top of that list right now. So the people watching, you're saying start with BMF. Yeah, I say start with BMF. Um, you know, you might even want to if you maybe you're not into the violent drug thing, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Bel Air could be a good place to start too. Okay. That's a really good show, man. Really okay. good show. And the way they flipped um you know, the Fresh Prince of the comedy, right? Right. Um, the way they flipped it now to a drama, it's really good, bro. And and Carlton is just—he's an insane <laughs> character actor, yo. He's insanely good, bro. Um, it's just good TV out right now. Anyone that says yo nothing's good out right now, they don't want to—they don't want to watch it. Yeah, they just don't want to watch. They just want to be lazy and and you know. But uh, it's some really good TV out there. So I suggest everyone, please go check them out and go check out Lou Young's BMF clips, the <laughs> reviews. It's hilarious. Right. <laughs> so as we close out, right, I, mm-hmm. you know, to the avid TV watchers, if you aren't already watching those shows, as you hear my man, Dawu Wallace, the Wallace way, <laughs> telling y'all, like, man, that's that's where you start. If you're looking for some TV, you don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um 
Now I got it because we connected on it, right? Mm-hmm. It's because mm-hmm. we know, right? We seen it, right? Yep. You got these questions too. Mm-hmm. We got to end with some words on the wire since we talk of TV because there's okay. a lot of people out here that A, have not seen it, which I think is crazy. Totally. But B, right, there's a lot of people that also make you feel like yo, you only really like it because because we're local, because we're from here. You get it because you're local, right? Just quickly, get the people some words on the greatness of that series and why, if you have not seen it, to watch it. 100%. Um, yes, we are local to it, but that doesn't matter. We could be from Canada, and I got buddies in Canada who love it. Let me explain the power of the wire. And this was actually, man, this might have been 2009. This was in the DVD box set era, right? You remember you joints, Best Buy had the, the display set up. You pick yeah. up, you know, 40, 50 bucks. Now you can just go stream them on HBO Max, right? So I'm at the Best Buy, and this is in Northern Virginia. And I'm looking at season two of The Wire, or season one, whatever it was. And an older white lady came up to me and says, don't you just love that Omar? And right then it clicked in my ear. This isn't, this shit is big. Yeah. Because me and her are from the two craziest demographics, right? Like we're on the opposite sides of the world demographically. Yet we, the compellingness and the richness of, of the character Omar was so compelling to both of us. You don't get that in any other type of genre. You don't get that in any other type of show. Yeah. That that a 70-year-old white woman and I can connect because we both love this character. This character is pulling on our heartstrings. Mm-hmm. I've never we've ne- to this day I've never seen a character like that still. Mm-hmm. And that show ended 20 years ago, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's just an incredible it's the writing, the depth, the mm-hmm. stories, the um it, it's just it's nothing like it. And it's and it's so funny because when we was watching it and we would call each other up <laughs> at <laughs> night at 12 1201 to be like, yo, did you see last week's episode? Because like I said, this was all pre-streaming. Yeah. You, you literally had to wait. Had, you had yeah. to wait. And, and maybe that actually helps it though, Parker, when you think about it. Maybe that romanticizes it a little bit more of us because we actually had to wait almost the same way an album, right? Yeah. We remember having to go to Best Buy to buy the album on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. But now you stream an album now, you forget about it in 20, 30 minutes. It, it's, mm-hmm. it has no depth to it, no connection to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um, not even close really, bro. And as time goes on, it actually gets bigger and bigger, the gap between yeah. that and the next shows. What do you think? Yeah, so to piggyback off what you said, right? <laughs> First and foremost, I started watching The Wire, I think, in season four. Mm. I think when the kids started mm-hmm. being integrated. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that was season four. Season four, yep. And fell in love with the show instantly, right? That I went and bought the very box set that <laughs> Daoud is talking about. Yeah, the box sets, yeah. And I binged season one, two, three to I got caught up uh-huh, uh-huh. and you know as Dao said like you know you had to I think it dropped on Sundays right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then at 1201, 1201. 
They dropped the next one. (laughs) And we would stay up and wait for the next one. So we were always a week ahead. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I had the same type of run-in with a 60-plus, 70-year-old white woman Uh that uh I used to work with. Uh I mean, the sweetest, like, most mellow, most calm like she just puts you in a place of somebody that just listens to classical music and she sits there and she just, you know, oh, this is so. And that cup know. of tea with that one finger. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, like she almost reminded me of my grandmother, just how calming she yes, was. Like, yes. Beautiful lady, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Miss Preston, man. And I don't remember how we got on the subject. Mm-hmm. But she asked me, I, I think it went somewhere along the lines of she asked me if I watched The Wire. That's exactly what it was. I remember telling you the story. She asked me if I watched The Wire, and I turned around like, yeah, do you? And she was like, yes, I just love that Omar. That I mean, that is just acting at its peak. And I was like, Miss Preston, you watched The Wire? And she was like, yes, like, I love that show. I mean, the acting, she just, like, and she saw it from a different, you know, perspective, I guess. Yeah, right. She saw the acting in it, like, and and she broke it down like that. And I was like, wow. And like you said, here I am connecting with a 60 to 70-year-old white woman Mm -hmm. who, otherwise, we, outside of being co-workers, we have no connection at all (laughs) with the wire connected us uh, art man and that's the beauty of art when good art art is transcendent art has no color art has yeah. no ego art is art and, and, yeah. and when humans get to that point of loving art it's like michael jackson right like my, he doesn't white black, it doesn't matter it's good art it's great yeah. art and that's what the wire is man flat out great art Great and art. uh, you know, shout out to the, um Lance Reddick too. He passed away. This yeah, week, Lance Reddick passed away. He's only 62, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah Very sad young. man. Uh Very young. you know, <clears throat> I had to ask you about the wire because that's yeah. that's what we did. And you know, my listeners, a lot of my listeners and followers know because I speak about it all the time, how I met um <laughs> Prop Joe Dawood was with me. <laughs> And he witnessed me fan out. Yeah. You know. Yo, yo was that Pop Joe? And it's like, to us, he's like a freaking like he was a god. star. Yes. Like, he was standing at the door. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And people was just walking by. And here come me and Daoud. And I'm like, yo, yo, yo. I know, yo, I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, he Pop Joe. And he was like... <laughs> It would take somebody like you to recognize. <laughs> Yo, he it was, was cool as a fan, man. Cool as you know. I did some back search on that when we met him years, years. I mean, this is um, he's big into the um, the community art. Yeah, theater. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he's passed away now, but yeah, he was really big in that. And he, he's just a brilliant actor, yo. Like that type of talent. Imagine if he never was able to get on the show like The Wire, right. Like that type of talent, he should be doing. Don't get me started, but yeah, yeah. talent, man, freaking talent, bro. Yeah, yeah. So. so, again, for those of you who have not watched The Wire, go and watch it. It's just at this point now, you not watching this because you just want to be contrite. You different, not right? Too, yeah, you yeah, trying to be that. Yeah, I'm just cool. Here. I'm just yeah, okay. All I right, ain't watched cool. The Wire, yo. That yeah, I, but whatever, man. But yo, 
Oh man, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, brother. Um, you know, as he opened the show off, this has been my brother for the umpteen hundred million years. Uh, so he he always tells people that he raised he raised me. <laughs> You're like six months older than you. I raised him. Okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, but man, it was a blast. Uh, look, man, it, uh, we see the name. You know, you had the wildest way jumping off. It, any plans on uh rekindling or reigniting the wildest way or um you know I'm, I'm not opposed to it um i was talking to my dad the other week about it he was like yo during the pandemic it was really good time and yeah. you know we weren't doing nothing. the pandemic was it was a weird time bro <laughs> it was a weird time in all our lives so i'm not opposed to it just got to figure out the time and get the motivation um yeah. but you know I mean, who knows? Maybe in the fall. Let's let's toss some ideas around and 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 you know get all the crew back together and toss some ideas around for the fall. Yeah, I do want to. Summer we getting lit though. We ain't. We, oh, we ain't lit. We just getting lit this summer. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I do want to do an episode. I want to get as many of the crew on here as I can. Mm-hmm. I, I'm scared of it. I, I, matter of fact, I'll record it. I won't go live with. You say we gotta edit that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> might have to. Might have to edit that one out. But as always, in a twenty minute show. Sure, for sure. <laughs> But man, I, like I said, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, follow or tell them where they can follow you, man. Yeah, man, just uh, go to my. Um, I'm I'm big on Twitter. You know, I like Elon. He's cool. I'm can I say that on here? Or is that? Is that yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's know. open mic, bro. You see there you we want. go. No, just yeah. Follow me at the Wallace Way, and um, I definitely reach out, and I'll be on. Um, you know, I'm on it all the time, so it don't even matter. Yeah, so just hit me up. <laughs> he, he he gives us all the latest and the greatest on. And it'd be starting like it'd be starting at like 4 35. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but good people, uh, man. That's another episode of Open Mic. I uh, appreciate y'all tapping in. As you can see, I promise y'all that I will have more guests coming on. Um, and we had a successful run at creating or putting out the platform that I created or the, the format that I wanted for the show, right? This is what Dawu wanted to talk about, and that's exactly what we did. So I appreciate y'all tapping in. Follow your boy on uh, Twitter and TikTok at OTR underscore Mike and OTR Mike underscore on Instagram. Uh, Oh, for all my audio listeners, give your boy a five-star rating. Mm -hmm. And the show is available on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. And for those watching on YouTube, if you haven't already, subscribe. Also, hit that like button, hit that bell button, so you know when I got something else dropping. It's going to be a lot more coming along, as you can see. Um, And that's it, man. Appreciate y'all as always. I'll catch y'all again next week, man. I'll holler. Peace. Peace.